through the rain, through the tears, through the crowd, through the cheers, oh, I still believe. I still believe. It's amazing that that guy was real. Tim Capello. Like, he's an actual guy. <laughs> the dude on the boardwalk in the Lost Boys fucking playing that sax with his codpiece plus leggings. Greased up ponytail with his ch- chains and stuff. Like, that's actually him. That's the dude. He's the guy. Tim Capello, who made that song. Um, I don't know. As a kid, I mean, I've, that, The Lost Boys is the greatest vampire movie ever. Uh, and one of my top 10 movies of all time. But um, as a kid, I, I thought, you know, that, well, that must be him. But then somewhere in my teens, as I would watch it, I just figured that he was an actor lip syncing because that character is so ridiculous. Like even growing up in the 80s, like is ridiculous. Um, so I just assumed that, <laughs> that it, I, at, some, at some point I got it in my head that that wasn't actually him. Uh, but that's him. Tim Capello. <laughs> He's a real guy. Just like that. It's weird. I always think about with guys like that, especially in the 80s. I mean, it exists now too. Um, but especially back then when you know musicians in particular were fucking bananas. Just uh, extremely odd characters and caricatures of some sort of personality, I guess. But like, what was Tim Capello like at home? Did he wear, uh, I don't know, sweatpants and like a hoodie? He probably wore, what were those pants? Zobras? What were those pants? Uh... What were they? Zoom, zoom fuck. Um, 80s workout pants men. What were they called? Damn it, they had a name. Um, did he? Uh, he probably wore those. I'm guessing he wore those. Uh, damn it, what the hell were they called? Um, Zubas. <laughs> they were called Zubas. <laughs> Um, he probably wore Zubas and like a, a t-shirt that he cut into a midriff, uh, with the sleeves, like not completely off, but like off at this angle. So they kind of hung over the shoulder a little bit. He probably wore those and blue blockers. I'm guessing he wore blue blockers. I think those came out in the nineties. Um, yeah. Or even weirder, you know, I, I listen to a lot of different music, but I, it's always like I like black metal a lot and uh you know typically in black metal there's so much theatrics and like death and they you know they wear fucking black and they have some of them have like crazy makeup and uh I always think like what would what is it like I mean they they do the same shit they have to go to the bank or the post office or the grocery store like but in their music and the image they're conveying is like they're sacrificing you know, uh, naked women to the blood gods and, you know, burning churches every day. I mean, some of those bands did burn churches, particularly in Sweden. It did happen. But um, it's weird. Like, most of them were just totally (laughs) normal, regular guys. So it's like, 
they would uh, just sit around their house watching fucking Alf and Mr. Belvedere. I'm still in the 80s right now. And then, uh, and then like, oh, I gotta go, gotta go to work. Let me put on my uh, studded cod piece and uh, crazy mascara and fangs and like spikes. It's just weird to think about. But that's what they did. That is what they did. To be fair, in the 90s, um, when I was in high school, I used to wear, in junior high too? No, high school. I used to wear like a bunch of chains and shit around my wrists. Um, that was so hardcore, guys. Anyway, I don't know. Lost Boys is a great movie. Great movie. Um, yeah. I went to this uh, screening of it. I mean, I've been watching that movie my whole life. But I, my ex-girlfriend hadn't seen it, so we went to like a screening in the park. Did I just tell this story? Fuck, my brain is weird today. Uh, anyway, went to the screening in the park. She hadn't seen it. And she was like laughing like she thought it was dumb or something. I should have known. I mean, there were many problems with the relationship, but I should have known. Something was terribly, terribly wrong. I went to another screening once of uh, The Shining in the Long Beach Cemetery. And if I don't know if you guys have ever, anybody's been that lives in L.A. Uh, to the Long Beach Cemetery is different than the Hollywood Cemetery for movie screenings. And the Hollywood Cemetery, they have like a specific area for seating that is not the, you know, there's no gravestones there. Um, so it's separate. There's no, you know, there's no dead bodies under you. In the Long Beach Cemetery, they don't have that at all. You're just sitting on the graves. It's pretty rad. Anyway, Screening of the Shining, you're all outside. We're sitting there, and it was like myself and my girlfriend, and the people directly next to us and just slightly in front of us, you know, a few feet in front of us. Uh, it was a large group, maybe seven people, five people, seven people. And they were, you know, older, late 30s, early 40s, like grown adults. I don't mean older, just adults. And they had a whole spread. It was impressive. They had like a little table and some citronella candles and lanterns and like a bunch of food. They, they did it well. And anyway, one of the guys in their group, at like toward the middle of the movie, he farted. <laughs> um, which my sister and I the other day were talking, my sister the doctor... <laughs> And I, the other day, were talking. Uh, that fart is is probably the funniest word in the English language. It's a good word. Um, but he, so he did, and he laughed, and like there were two people next to him that he was with, like a, a girl and a guy, uh, and they laughed too. And it was annoying, you know, it was rude. He didn't say excuse me, but it's like okay, they've been drinking some wine, and it happens. It's an accident. No big deal. And a couple minutes later, he does it again, and he laughs. Hold on one second. So he does it again, and he laughs. And I was like, I guess it maybe it could happen twice. But then he was like looking at them as like, oh, that's funny, right? And then he did it again a third time, and I was not okay with that. So it's fucking dead silent. You know, Shining is a fairly quiet film. And uh, it was before everything goes to shit in the movie. Like, Not that it gets bad, before everything goes crazy. And it gets a lot louder. But 
so he does it again and he laughs and his friends are laughing. <laughs> and I was like really fucking loud. Like the entire cemetery stopped. And I was like, yeah, I yelled this. I'm not going to do it right now. But I was like, hey, you're not at home. Control your fucking body. Uh, something like, you know, um, you should know better than this. You sloppy motherfucker. Or I'm going to drag you out of here. Something like that. <laughs> and it was tense. And <laughs> I've never seen this happen before. But the people that, were, that he was with, no joke, they like spread <laughs> like five feet away from him and just left him sitting in front of me. Um, and then I felt fine because it was, it was warranted that, well, I don't know, maybe it was a little aggressive, whatever. Anyway, don't, uh, don't do that. It's rude. Welcome to Porb. Welcome to Porb. I had a weird, every once in a while on my Instagram, I'll post, again, my stories. I'll do like the ask me questions stuff. And a lot of times it'll be questions like, uh, what can I do for a workout in, for this or that? Or how do I, you know, do this? Or what's a good recipe for the, you know, things health and fitness related. And then, or some people will be like, how do I, uh, you know, what's a better way to build up strength or speed, whatever. Anyway, somebody asked me, this guy messaged me last night or, uh, response and he asked something like uh, hey I'm broke would you train me for free which is an insane thing to ask a professional any ever like in, in, in any field it's insane to ask that um, so let me just check the camera again I had a weird thing here on my monitor Okay, we should be good. Um, so I responded like, uh, you know, I've worked 19 years, thousands of hours, countless sacrifices, broken bones, you know, injuries, bled, got sick, you know, passed up hanging out with friends or whatever, family to develop, to learn and develop these skills and that I share as a teacher. And then, you know, this, you want me to give it to you for nothing? It's like, you don't have bills, you don't have, you don't need food, you don't have like rent, you don't need to, you don't have responsibilities, you don't have a kid that you can just work for free? Like, how insulting is that to ask somebody? I was like, get the fuck out of here. Um... But I've encountered that, I mean, ever since I started teaching, I remember I used to run my first martial arts teacher's school. Um, so I started doing martial arts in 2000 and uh, like April 2000, I think. Um, and then, you know, a few years I ended up running his school. And I remember one time uh, I was between classes. It was in the evening on like a Friday night or something. And I was between classes and it was slow and I had like a, a decent amount of time to kill. Nobody was in there. And I had two friends across the street at a bar. And they were like, hey, come over, let's say hi. So I did. I walked across the street. And I could see the school, you know, it was, I locked up the doors and everything like that. Um, there was nobody there. 
anyway, and I'm just sitting there talking to them for like, I don't know, five or 10 minutes. And they were asking about training. They wanted to train. It was a guy and a girl. And uh, I was like, well, this is how much it is. But, you know, we're friends. I can work with you. You know, this wasn't like a friendly, I'm at your house. Let's work out and I'll give you everything, like whatever information in the moment. This is like they were, they wanted to technically hire me because they wanted to work out and they wanted to learn martial arts. And they were like, well, how much is it? I was like, it's this much, but I'll give it to you for like this much. And it was a drastic cut, like, excuse me, like uh, 50 or 60%. It was a lot. And then they tried to cut that. They're like, well, would you do it for like five bucks? It's like, no, fuck you. How insanely rude and inconsiderate do you have to be? And I encountered the same thing when I was doing um, graphic design where people just like, could you do this for me for free? Or could you do like, I know I paid you this much, but could you do like triple the work that we said? Because I just, you know, I want more options or whatever. Like I did logos for this one company once and they, you know, kind of standard practice is like you submit, you know, a couple, two to three ideas of something. And I did. And they were all good. They could have gone anyway. And they're like, yeah, we like them all. Would you give us more options? And I was like, okay, well, what do you like or not like? And they were all very different. So what do you like or not like about these? Nothing. We think they're great. We just want to see more. No, no. What you're giving me zero feedback. You just want me to do more work. Like it's, it was, and then, you know, I would do work for free for people or they would ask me for do it like, Oh, you know, if you do this for free, I'll, it'll be good exposure for you. But they were not people who had any influence. It's just weird. If you, if you're a, a business owner or an independent contractor or uh, anybody who provides a service, people, especially people you know, even like just meet will think of it as well. It's, it's just you. So you could just work for free or something like it. It's insane. I don't understand what that is. Like, I guess if you have a product, people think like, oh, that I have to pay for. But if you provide a service, there's no kind of set gauge of what that is. So people just assume that they can have it for free. And here's the thing. If you are, a, now, don't get me wrong. I still do. Um, I'll do like free seminars if it's a good cause. I mean, you know, I'll get paid if I want, but every once in a while the uh, situation will arise where, you know, here's a, you could do a free self-defense seminar. You're not going to get paid, but it's good. You know, you're providing a service. And I, I'd still do things like that. And I have no problem with that. That's, you know, part of giving back. But, um, you know, if you're a person with a service that you're providing, especially if you're new, um, don't give your shit away for free. Just don't. It sets a really dangerous precedent uh, and people will abuse it forever. And then they'll, you know, think down upon you or, or, or act like you're being some kind of monster if you then later attempt to charge a reasonable price for it. I was just having this conversation with someone um, who's, a, she's a, a therapist and she's done a lot of free work and uh, she's not good about asking for money. And this is something I went through too. Um, so she's not good at asking. So she's ended up doing a ton of work for free where she should have been paid. And then in a couple cases, there was like the uh, discussion of money prior, like the, the person hiring her was like, okay, well, you know, if you do this and this, uh, then it'll, yeah, I can give you this much. So, okay. But then 
this woman I was speaking with didn't ask for it, but then way later, like a month or a few weeks later, asked like, hey, remember we talked about this amount of money? And then the person was like, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're asking for money for a service that you provided with your hard work and knowledge and expertise. So it, it's, a, it's a, usually a bad idea to do shit for free. Now, exceptions would be like, yeah, it's a charity, something or other, or, you know, it's, it's a good cause. Um, you, know, you can case by case. Or if it is, in fact, like this is a massive platform where you would be exposed to, you know, tons of people or very important people or a handful of very important people. Then it's like, okay, that's a good business decision. Um, but like everybody, we live in a world where you need to pay for things. So it's like the, the exchange is a service or product for money so you can live. So to, to, to deny somebody that or ask somebody that or, or, you know, especially as an independent contractor in a lot of cases for myself, company, especially companies, will take weeks, months to settle an invoice. And it's absurd. It's like, do you, do you not have bills? So you don't think that that bills are a thing that it, it's crazy. So don't give your shit away for free. Charge money for it. Um, you know, be reasonable or, or don't charge whatever you want. But anyway, yeah. So get the fuck out of here, guy. You dummy. To show you what life is all about balance. Another question after that was like, do you have any weird skills or something like that? Which I do. I have a number of them. But the one that came to mind was this one. That is the sound of one hand clapping, ladies and gentlemen. You boys got mad skills. So anyway, I don't know. Whatever. People are dumb. Hi, Lumpia. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. My dog is here. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see her. Look, look how much weight she's lost. I told you I'm a great personal trainer. Look at her. So beautiful. Just like a month ago, she was a big fat fatty. And now she's uh, at her healthy weight. Her face looks all thin and she's got much more energy. So anyway, I don't know what else. Maybe this will be a short one today. I don't think I have anything else to say. I talked about everything last week that I'm doing. Um, I still have some big things working up. Excited to get to those. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to do So I was going to do a single this week, uh, first single off my record, but um, I didn't get some other things set up in time as far as like uh, uh, publishing and things on the internet. So, uh, the, you know, it's all ready to go, but it'll either be next week or the week after um, that I do that. So look out for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else is going on? Nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna go. So, uh, don't forget to like and, uh, rate and review on iTunes and, uh, like and subscribe and comment on YouTube and my Instagram or my Twitter is at Graham Baker. My Instagram is at, or Instagram Baker, uh, Greyhouse Music, um, website is GrahamBaker.com. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. All right, peace.